to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. With your host, Conan Neutron. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rotten about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. The thing is, though... If you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. Confidence of a hero or a fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. It's That's like a science thing, right? Indeed, indeed, indeed it is. It is a science thing. It is a science place. It's a scientific fact. We're all up in your face. It is time once again for the one, the only, Protonic Reversal. Welcome to it, welcome to it, welcome to it. Special edition tonight. Special edition, Sunday Sunday night, Protonic Reversal, at the time of this recording, uh, with the mighty men of microwaves. So... Uh, excited to talk to these fellas. It should be a good time. Uh, two of them I have known for, I believe, 20 years at this point. Uh, and the other one, about 20 minutes. You know, not exactly. This is not a scientific uh, thing. Don't don't get on my case about it. But very excited to talk about them, their new record, uh, All Things Microwaves, and all that good stuff. So before we do any of that stuff at all, let's uh, get down to this pre-roll read that I'm still unaccustomed to doing. Welcome to Conan Neutron's Proton Reversal. I am your host, Conan Neutron. I'm a rock and roll lifer who has toured and recorded for over 22 years, most known for the band Conan Neutron and Secret Friends. Music is a huge part of my life, and I use the format of this long-running podcast to talk about music with musicians whose work I enjoy and respect. Folks that may or may not be household names, but do something very special. This is episode 308 if this is your first time listening to the show, all the archives are at protonicreversal.com and are always free. No ads, no sponsors, no kidding. If you'd like to support the show and get episodes sooner, you can give $1 a month to patreon.com slash protonicreversal. If you like the show or even just a single episode, please feel free to share it along, like, subscribe, or post a review. All that helps people find the show, and it's just a darn nice thing to do. So there you go. Microwaves tonight. Uh... It's, I'm all out of sorts, I feel, because uh, these, the, I, I kind of not only toned down these quarantine times editions, uh, I just feel like I've been in tour mode instead. But uh, yeah, Discomfiture Atlas is the name of the record, and uh, we're going to be talking to uh, the guys about this right now, so or a couple of them anyway. So, hey there, Dave. Hey there, Adam. Hello. How are how are you fellas doing this, this evening? Oh, hold Good. on. You're Adam. You're you, you muted yourself, so I can't unmute you here. This is why it's muted. I'm muted. I'm muted. Yeah. <laughs> Do all right. The Colin. infamous double mute. <laughs> it's like we're at a Zoom meeting now, which is which is really what people look for in their rock and roll. Uh, we're of course missing Roman. Is going to be joining us la- uh, a little bit later. But uh, first of all, if uh, congratulations, uh, the, the, another awesome Michael Reeves record. At uh, the time of this recording, it has not actually released yet. It's, it's digitally releasing on the fourteenth. Uh, yes. October, right? I believe. Okay, cool. 
Uh, what what num what number release is this? I was trying to think about it earlier uh, in the car. LP, yeah. Was, uh, full length LP would be number seven, and yeah. the, the there was a the first record we ever did was a EP before that. So yeah. I still have that. Was... I still have that and the first record on CD. Oh, right Probably on, yeah. behind the the veil of uh, eBay gold. That's probably <laughs> all we had out when I first met you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say it was no still doubt. it was because it was still fairly new at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that the um. Cenotaph Audio? Yeah, the, the blue record was on Cenotaph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, second yeah. one, yeah. the orange one was on Cenotaph and Virgin City Split. Right. Anyway, move along. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> point of practice has been a while. I worked it out, David. I've actually <laughs> been playing shows with you for over two decades now. Yep. So, that's a, that's a thing. That's All right. <laughs> John's having trouble. He says just continue okay <laughs> cool all right well uh yeah so i mean and that's and that's lovely because i love that uh you guys are still very true to yourself and your vision uh and and pushing things forward and doing things your own unique way but uh you know you've you found uh, some folks to do common cause with along the way um now dave i, I realize i don't actually know how microwave started <laughs> as long as i've known you guys how did you guys actually oh, okay. start this band I so can, let's start I can, with that um Basically, I, I knew John for a while, for you know, going on 10 years before the band started, maybe not quite that long. He was in a band called the 1985 for a while. Uh, he played on, like, a, I think one or two seven inches and did a full length with them. And at some point, I don't know the details 100%, but he either quit or they found a different drummer. I'm I'm not 100% sure how it went down. He just called me and asked if I wanted to start a band. That would have been in the spring of 1999. Yeah. And there were a couple of different iterations of it. And it eventually became the Microwaves. In And we played a show as Microwaves. I want to say September 25th, 2000, actually. Okay. Oh, that's the reason I, I saw the first It was also my sister's birthday. But yeah, so. <laughs> what, what was that? I'm sorry. I said, you know, I think I, I saw the first day iteration. It was also my sister's birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Unrelated thing. Yeah. So, so Adam, so, so... I was going to say, I, I, I believe I saw that first iteration. I think you were calling yourselves Tyson, and it was all oh, improvised. Okay. Tyson, wasn't it? Was that a beat? Tyson was me, John, and Steve. Yeah. Same lineup yeah. as the microwaves, but that was just like a one-off thing. Like we did oh, an improvised okay. show at the the Bloomfield Bridge Tavern. Yeah. And uh, more distortion than you've ever heard in your life. Right. <laughs> they played that show. That or he played file, that show. I believe. I think you're right. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Me and John talk about it all the time. Anyway, uh-huh. I'll see you myself. <laughs> well, I th- and I think that it's notable too that uh, it, it, it seemed like whether this was the case or not, it seemed like you guys had a very articulate vision for the kind of music that you wanted to make from from the outset. Was was there a kind of like a plan in place of uh, you know making certain kind of uncompromising music oh probably less of a plan than you would think though i mean i guess over time uh we became stubborn and and, and did that but yeah i mean at the, at the time we just both we john found himself without a band i wasn't in a band we both wanted to be in one sure yeah that was pretty much it at the time i think well, I think that it's uh, it's notable because even though the, the different records have all had uh, different vibes and 
different things that you, you brought to them. I think there's a through line through all of it, like, and not just the players, oh, yeah. right? I mean, obviously, like, two of the dudes have been the same the entire time, but right. uh, it, it was interesting listening to uh, <laughs> to this record because, of course, there uh, not only is there there's two lineups basically like right. that that's sort of like yes. the, the the interesting conceit one of which is the um well i don't know if you call it the classic lineup but it's the first it's the first lineup i knew from you guys the which, first lineup yeah yeah, yeah which uh, which of course had uh, has steve's involvement um, i'm cool with right. that <laughs> yeah he's all right <laughs> yeah it's, it's the first and the fourth lineup all on one record yeah it was actually the lineup uh adam's first, this is actually adam's third time in the band uh he was in the he was in the fourth lineup and he came back after the fifth lineup, which was just me and John as a duo. You were doing and, uh, a duo for a while. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, because we went through every bass player in Pittsburgh. <laughs> or, not really. But, you know, and, 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 and it's not that like our music is that hard to play and we couldn't find anybody to play it. But, you know. Uh, yeah. It's, people uh, had enough of our shit, clearly. You well, know. you know, and it's... it's, it's <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> I love the band, but it's, it's a niche entity. Like you're not going to be right. like, you know, packing yeah. stadiums and making a living from it necessarily. Oh sure, but I mean not fan, yet. After the protonic fan, bump, you of course you will be. But yeah, <laughs> Adam, go ahead. Yeah, as a as a longtime fan of Microwaves, whenever that uh, duo lineup debuted, I was actually pretty excited because yeah. I thought, you know, whoa, you know, move out of the comfort zone, throw something kind of new in the mix. You know, I mean, John was triggering samples. He had like an SP couple of sp404s and yeah. Yeah. triggers and stuff and dave had this like phalanx of effects with that he was just doing all kind of crazy stuff with and you know the psionic impedance record uh mr sir weasel walter released that on his unexplored right. label i forgot about i was that. a big fan yeah. i was a big fan of that so yeah i, yeah, I, I that liked doing rip. that lineup but there were there was a lot of equipment involved and it didn't always work right. And when it worked, everything worked well. It was a lot of fun and it, and it sounded good, but you know, that was probably about 40% of the time in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in fact, <laughs> when Adam came back to the band after the, the two piece lineup, we'd had like a horrible show in Dayton, Ohio, where nothing worked and like, it was Amazing. really brutal. And like on the drive back to Pittsburgh, we were like, we can't do this anymore. And and we actually got Adam to come to our show to, to, like, to on play. the fly. And we just did like a, <laughs> a, like a half improv and like did a couple of old songs. Like, do you not remember that, Adam? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was at Howler's. <laughs> yeah, and and it, it was one of the shows where we played yeah. – uh, um, I think we played Who Made Who at that show. <laughs> nice, nice. I love Who Made Who. That, that's a that's a what? great ACDC song. Yeah, me and John, we we played in Dayton, Ohio, with uh, Dead Rider, and we had a show booked on Sunday at Howlers, and we called you on the way back, and you're like, "Can you come and play tonight?" Because this isn't working. It just isn't and happening. Did. Yeah. I have no recollection of that. Is it is that on tape anywhere? I doubt it. I mean. Oh, wow. Unless yeah. you recorded it. You recorded it. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I was as much of a, you know, right. archive as nerd. Sure. Speaking of nerds, here's John Roman. Oh, uh, right on. <laughs> Welcome to the show, John. <laughs> hey. Glad you uh, found your way in. I, th- I know you were stuck backstage. The stagehands kept directing you the wrong way. And uh, which way is the stage? Which way is the stage? And there you are. Now we have to mark the thing on the practice space wall. 
<laughs> we have a sign on our practice space wall. It says, uh, it's a dry erase board. It says, this work site has seen blank days without a Spinal Tap reference. <laughs> Sorry, I had, I had, no, I had so, no idea. Sorry. Now, now, yeah, it's okay. You didn't know. You didn't know. Speaking of Spinal Tap, none more black. Am I right? Right. Right now, yeah. So there you go. Mark it now down it again. Mark it back to zero. <laughs> we, we lasted a whole 35 seconds so, before. Uh, so do you still, speaking of Spinal Tap, do you live in Milwaukee still? I do, yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 I maintain that Spinal Tap is, is from Milwaukee. So, I mean, this is convoluted, but it's correct. Okay. You, you have an actual theory about this. Yeah. Well, okay. well I mean, it's, 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 I don't have a theory. I have facts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I appreciate your confidence. But, like, okay. The show Happy Days took place in uh, Milwaukee. True facts stated, yes. And Laverne Shirley was a spinoff of Happy Days, which originally took place in Milwaukee. Also true. Lenny and Squiggy are characters on Laverne and Shirley. No lies. They had a band called Lenny and the Squigtones. That's right. And when Lenny and the Squigtones started playing outside of their TV show, mm-hmm. one of the, the their guitar player was Christopher Guest in character as Nigel Tufnell. He's he's credited as that on the record. And if you go on YouTube and you watch them playing, that like they're on like Dick Clark at some point. Yeah. And you know they talk to all the members of the band, and Nigel and uh, Christopher Guest introduces himself as Nigel Tufnell. So. At any rate, um, Spinal Tap is from Milwaukee. Wow, this is—I <laughs> expected this to be like a, like a short, like you know, like having a goof bit. But it sounds like this is—you uh, could split the internet wide open with this, especially with. The, I could. The, they're making a new movie, so you know. I know, I know. That's right. Yeah. Whoa, really? They are. Yep. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, and I'm and honestly, you know it's crazy. I'm here for it. <laughs> Just to. Uh, um, no, I'm totally cool with that. That I think I think whatever those guys cook up will be amazing because everything always is. I, I'm in the yeah, but what I read was that they claim they have an idea that's going to make it work and be funny. So hopefully yeah. they're right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, just think like David St. Hubbins is Charles McGill. Isn't that an amazing range? I mean, Michael McKeon. I mean, CMU alum, Carnegie Mellon that's University right, yeah. alum. That's so right. I guess we could also claim them as a Pittsburgh man. That's true. Can you guys hear yeah, me? Just wondering. Yes. 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 We can. Yes. Yes. He's okay. basically a member of the band. Yeah. I think. Well, well welcome to your show, John. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Glad you could make it. Uh, it took a lot to get here. It is. is yeah. <laughs> ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah. So yeah. we were just talking about the early the early days of microwaves and and how it first started. Because I, I as, as much I've known you for so long, I didn't actually know any any of that stuff so we were talking a little bit about that uh and additionally okay. how adam has been like like kind of in and out of the band uh in, in multiple iterations and he he expressed love for the uh, two-piece version as well oh so do you think well, uh... that yeah go ahead so uh, i was gonna say uh that uh, do you think that um this new one because again you guys are sensibly here to talk about the brand new one which by the way Props for using uh, discomfiture in a, in a sentence. Uh, that's a favorite word of mine. <laughs> so, but discomfiture atlas, uh, and of course the artwork has got like a uh, it's like a pink side and a blue side, and we're talking about there's just two lineups on here, and uh, there's some 
serious crinkling going on right here. Who's crinkling? Is that, is that, is that you? You eating peanuts? What's happening? This is a professional radio show, sir. This is the dog. Are the dogs there? Let's see. Let's see. I can, the cat. I, 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 can, I can find out real quick. Oh, no, he's got it. Okay. It's definitely Roman. Yeah, okay. I think so. Uh, oh. I'll, 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 I'll unmute him when he Maybe He's got termites. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds, it sounds like the foundation of your home is at risk, sir. Um, oh, Jesus, John. Are you yeah. doing a bit, John? Well, none of this is working for me, man. Are you, are you crinkling paper? Uh, yeah, if you if you can try to maybe... That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Do you want to try to... This is to... our SOD cover. It's highly high concept. What's that noise? It's like an Andy What's Kaufman bit. Yeah. <laughs> What's that noise? It's it's like when uh, like the band meme six six six, where it's like, where's the noise coming from? And there's like a guy with like twenty pedals like hooked up, and he's like checking all the pedal the patch cables. Um, yeah. Uh, so I totally forgot what we were talking about now. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So we got a we got the situation where you got two lineups on here, right? So it it, it, it is the idea that you've always been a band that's a brace change, right? You you, sure. you take you've taken what you're doing and made it your own um, with what you, what you have available to it. But was it the idea just to do something? Well, first of all. I mean, Steve's obviously very busy with his own uh, activities, which people may be familiar with. Uh, but and, you know, he was—I I actually called him to see if he wanted to join, mm-hmm. but he's on the road to zombie. He's in the—he's in the van right oh, now. Oh, that would be great. But, I, I, uh, he sends his best. I honestly don't think I've talked to him since. <laughs> I don't know, but probably 18 years or so. So that would have been very nice. But I can I can have him another oh my, time. Uh, he would remember you. He'd yeah, remember yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Our circles are very small. Some of those shows we played are very memorable. That's what I'll say. Uh, so what ended up happening, though? Like to answer your question is, yeah. uh, we had uh, before the current situation, we had mm-hmm. a bass player who you would have seen when we played uh, with you guys yeah, in Johnny. Milwaukee. Yep, Johnny, and he had been in the band. He's actually was in the band longer than anyone else. He yeah. was in the band 10 years, or give or take, maybe a little less. And obviously during COVID, nobody was doing anything. None of us were in the same room for like over a year. And it came time to start playing again. And it just personally didn't work out for him with like where he was living and where he's working now. So he had to quit the band. And so, you know, Gifted between... filmmaker too. He's a good. He's a great video maker as well. Oh yeah, yeah. he did all our old videos, yeah. and he's done videos for other folks. Yep. Um, so you know, Adam agreed to do it. You know, even though he lives out of the, he doesn't live in Pittsburgh, and we and John and I do, but you know, he's in town enough that we can practice, and it works out. And then, you know, I guess Steve just had enough downtime as you know coming out of COVID that he was able to work on the record with us, and you know, you know, do his half of it, and you know, mix the whole thing, and it worked out okay. I mean, I don't know if that'll ever repeat itself, but, you know, it, it, it was, you know, a good set of circumstances led to it happening. Well, and every every band is an ecosystem. Every lineup is an ecosystem. I mean, I could tell a thing, too, about that. But, like, uh, did you find that – did it scratch different parts of the creative brain to to be working in this way? Uh, or is it all kind oh, of – Oh, sure. Because it, a it little just, bit. 
one thing that that I guess is a little different is John and I pretty much worked out the songs ahead of time, just me and him. And I, I don't even know that I don't know that Adam or Steve even heard them till we'd already tracked them. Is that correct? Uh, Except maybe one or two. You of them, had shared with me. Yeah. You had shared with me demo versions or perhaps Probably. first recorded versions. Yeah. Then, well, because well, the versions well, the that I is, learned from. But they weren't worked out as a group in a room. Right. Sure. Which there's, there's... Except for Hammerspace. Okay, except for Hammerspace, which was actually. John and I recorded that on the two piece record. But it was yeah, actually but, from the time that Adam was in the band. The oh, time. interesting. Okay, there. cool. Well, yeah. and that's that's a follow up I had was like how much of this was like brand new material versus like revisiting some old ideas or reworking them or things along those lines. It's all brand new except for Hammerspace. Gotcha. So Pretty much. Roman, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us. Secondly, uh, traditionally speaking, like a bass player uh, is a hard. It, it's it's almost easier for most bands to like swap out a guitar player than as a bass player. Now I know microwaves do not operate like normal bands, but uh, there's a different interplay uh, between between the different players between Adam and uh, Steve, both of which are fantastic fantastic players, but have different styles. So was there any kind of mental headspace that had to be cleared to be able to make this happen from your side? Uh, no, not really. It was it was just more like. It actually kind of made it easier to to leave things open and uh, have someone have two different people interpret it their own way. And again, we we did talk about like the two piece lineup as well, which was is sort of like when I when I heard about that, it was, it was like, oh yeah, that makes sense for those guys to do that, like because oh no 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 I I I mean to have two different bass players. No, that's what I was asking. Their own way. No, you're 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 yeah. you're, you're right, but uh, what I'm following up that with is that uh with the with the two-piece lineup obviously you it's a different there's one less player and it's like just you and dave locking in but i think ultimately like the the delicate ecosystem of the band especially a band as complicated and is you know you know it's, it's like it's a garage band right like there, there's a lot going on here these songs have a lot happening uh there's a lot yeah. there, there's a lot to keep track of uh you know, it, it seems like in a way it would be very freeing, but also like a good amount of uh, potential. Uh, not stress is the wrong word, but like thought uh, put towards it. Now, it, it maybe oh, that's yeah. not the case. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was even more thought put into these compositions this time around than previous. Because I, I, I think Dave and I were covering as much as we could. Yeah. With with just two of us, uh, you know, like that that way, it, it would make it easier for a third person to jump in. Right, right, and you know, to a certain degree, unless you're like Kali, you're not. There's you're gonna run out of hands or run out of necks. <laughs> <laughs> you can get one of those like uh, uh, Rick Nielsen yeah. guitars, I guess, but uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, but I think it's interesting because uh, all the records that I've. heard heard from microwaves all sound very uniquely like you guys like it's something where every one of them uh there's new things that you guys do but uh you, you have your own authoritative voice uh, whether that was intentionally to, to begin with or whether that's something you developed on your own but you're not afraid to 
allow others to add to that voice and to uh, add their add what they bring to it. So it's almost the perfect culmination to have like a record that has you know, two very unique voices uh, and and have like you know a sort of a schizoid ensemble, if you will, uh, on here. Uh, and I think it's great, and I think it's a, it's an interesting record. Um, before we kind of ditch the preamble, I kind of want to go through the record itself. Uh, Adam, all right. I, I want to uh, talk to you a little bit about coming in and out of microwaves at uh, various times. Now, you you kind of originally sure. knew these guys, just um, saw them playing on their own before you ever played with them, right? I was yeah, a fan. We've from all been friends for a day long one. Time. I mean, I actually, yeah. I, I, my, this is like ancient history, but I'm trying to think. And, and like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is so like the scene is so small that it's a lot of times it's like the same, yeah, same the same bunch of folks kind of just recom and recombined in different you know units and that kind of thing. And but you know, I, we were I, fans of fans that Adam I was think in, like I might have seen Rad and Adams in the blackout. Stuff yeah, like yeah, that. sure. I mean, it's it's, just, it's a community, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it was more, you know, a lot of those bands are more like kind of just it was, it was fun something to do past the time you know what i mean we weren't yeah. looking to like break ground necessarily but you know we're just playing music that sounded good to us and that would appeal to us i always wanted to like make a record that i would buy you know something that would really appeal to me and i think i'm getting closer with that so um i knew these guys for uh, some time and i think dave i might have I don't know if I saw a band if the uh, except uh, the um, that t- <laughs> John we brought up the Tyson gig at uh, BBT. <laughs> that was the first time that I saw you two play together in a unit. And then I think you had another band called you call it Brown System or something. That was, All I that remember was it was the same lineup except with no vocals. Yeah, <laughs> we were okay. I just remember like John getting System. up and like John. Yeah, John. John. John got up. We played at the old Mr. Roboto project. It was a DIY space in, in Wilkinsburg. I remember well. Pittsburgh yeah. is a really cool place. Still exists. But um, I just remember like, I, I, you guys might have played like Central Office or something, or like early versions. Like, but I just remember that the set started off with like John getting up off his drums and like talking in a mic. Just and it, but it was like through a pitch shifter, so it was just like. And I was like, "Good times." Okay, this is, this is, this is getting, this is getting pretty close to, uh, you know, what's going to be up my alley. Uh, that almost sounds wise, like it might have been a weather channel, absurdity. Game, which was this other thing we did. I don't know. Yeah. No, this was like... this was this was this it's was kind of blurry. Brown system. <laughs> okay. It okay. all runs together eventually. I, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. So. I was a big fan. Uh, Comrade and Microwaves played um, shows together. We even we did we do we did a um, we, we did like a duo. We did like a band the... duet. Yeah, oh, cool. we yeah, yeah. All five yeah, it was of us. Five like, where I, me and Jeff. Yeah, me and Jeff and you and Steve and John did. I think we did Pulp by Godflesh. Yeah, we played bits and, and then... pieces of each other's songs, and we played that Godflesh song. Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, that described, and I, but anyway, you I know, don't like the term, to... but I've heard that described as a man jam. I, I don't care for it, but that's what I've heard multiple people. What call is that? It. A man jam. 
That's terrible. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that sounds like a type of pornography to me. But like, okay, sure, like man. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, what if? This is, well, I have so many questions. At the least, which what jam. happens if you have jamming. female members? But okay, sure, man jam. Yeah, fine, whatever. Okay. It was jamming. <laughs> so, um, two thousand five uh, saw the end of Conrad. Jeff uh, went on to play in the band Zayo, and he's still like just totally kicking ass and ruling with them. Um, and uh, I was kind of like, well, you know, what to do? So, and I, uh, you guys, didn't you, did you guys just, you had Jason Juber. Yeah, right. the bass player. Uh, Steve not. and you, we had Jeff Schreckengast was the bass player for a while, and then later right. it was Jason Juber. But he got too busy with yeah. Don Cab and just, he was in Don Cab, yeah. And he's also in Crater Borgia, I, Jay, who I fucking love. Yeah, <laughs> I love Crater Borgia, man. I, I miss yeah, that band. Yeah, he's that guy's. He, he's an astonishing musician and just one of those guys. It's like, you know, had like a vision a, from day one, and it's like anything he puts out is like super quality, you know, and you know, recordist and engineer as well. But um, so then I, I think you know. I, did we have a meeting or something? I thought I felt like there was like a job interview or something. Maybe we met some yeah, of guys. Were like, so, what would you say your biggest yeah. weakness is? Well, like, I care too much. Yeah. <laughs> Problem. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, we asked Adam if he was a, a tree. That, I, what kind of tree would he be? And, uh, he, he answered correctly. Fantastic. It's it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's important. Mm. <laughs> Mimosa, I think, one of those ones that when but, you touch it, do the. Um, but you have an interesting perspective so, because you've been in and out of the bands. You've been able to see like different iterations, and you've been able to see them like grow and evolve and change. Yeah, too. I mean, we made the one record. We yeah. we made Contagion Heuristic. Then it came out on um, the uh, Crucial, uh, Blast. Crucial Blast Crucial label Blast, yeah. in two thousand six, and then we did a bunch of we did a three week tour back whenever it made sense to tour for three weeks. Uh, we well, uh, two, we did a two three week total. tour. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. It was yes. two weeks. Okay. Which is still long. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. Having just come off spent, one, I spent agree. It's three it's days long. in Mitchell, Illinois. <laughs> Ooh, really? <laughs> yeah, the band and, broke um, down like after the yeah, first it, night, and we, we 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 lost time, and we we got it, we got stuck on a Saturday. Couldn't get the band fixed till Monday. Oh God! I and then know. like yeah. we at one point, and to catch up at one point, we had a sixteen-hour drive. I think it was like. Tulsa to Phoenix to like yeah get back on schedule. Nice, yeah, because you already if you yeah if you're already missing a show unless you have like yeah. a real lackadaisical schedule, you're not going to be able to yeah. to make yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was insane. It was like 1,100 mm-hmm. miles, and I, I, we made it just barely to that show in Phoenix because you know, we would have had one time change, so that helped. Yeah, and, and yeah. yeah, if you're going that direction, that it does quit selling white crosses. <laughs> yeah so many of them well and also like that's another thing too right like if you if your van just just need is in need of repairs and then suddenly it's like cool now let's drive it as hard as we possibly can as long as we can immediately that's basically what we did i, I remember <laughs> oh i got i got later in that tour we got pulled John over in um nevada i was going 100 miles an hour and yeah this Astro it's about, but the only state you used to be able to get that way with that in is Montana. Do you, uh-huh. do you, do you guys know why they have a speed limit now? 
Do you guys? You guys? Because no. for years they didn't. They didn't have a speed limit at all. But okay. The governor of Montana was driving his motorcycle drunk over a hundred miles an hour in excess of a hundred okay. miles per hour, and, and it was like a minor, minorish news story elsewhere, but a major news story there. And they're like, "Look, wow, we got we got to put it in speed limit. It doesn't matter Can if we pardon himself." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that turned out, but it's. But they basically. They that's when themselves. That's when they when they decided. <laughs> well, we're gonna have a speed limit. We're not really gonna enforce it, but like there is a speed limit now. Okay. <laughs> there also yeah, used to be the thing. Another law that was changed, uh, if I may, is uh, it used to be open containers were okay, just not for the driver, and that uh, that, mm-hmm. that that changed as well. So basically. Oh. Well, because he was drunk at the time, the governor uh-huh. on his motorcycle. Right, right, right. Of oh, boy. Yeah. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. It's a jackpot. You can do that in some context. It is what we call a jackpot. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, I mean, like, to be clear, there are counties or yeah. cities or areas that you could probably pull that off. But, like, Montana especially yeah. was known for being like, oh, yeah, it's like you can go as fast as you want. Nobody cares. Like, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Wild West. <laughs> really was. I mean, like, for a while yeah. until the fucking governor. Yeah. Republican, by the way, just to be clear, uh, <laughs> decided to fuck it all up for everybody. The although the Democratic governor after we're not, him, we're, we're not a political band. The Democratic governor after him had Mud Honey play his inauguration, which I thought was a power yeah. move. That was that was awesome. Strange. I was like, that's I was like, oh, pretty that's amazing. Awesome. Now, see, you know, I've I've heard. I have a good friend who lives in Montana. He grew up there. I like and, it. Uh, I like Montana. It's like a beautiful be place. I have never. I've never even been through there. I heard that Missoula is amazing. Um, was like super weird for a time and it was like a pretty good scene you know it's still at pretty some, good at some point uh, i mean maybe it, about 10 15 years ago yeah. it, it's still good it, it, it's like strong american college town people are so isolated they kind of have to create something interesting just out of sheer boredom um, cool. yeah. so there's something to be said for yeah. it but that's yeah. a very small part of montana like i love it but it's a small part yeah. and there's so yeah. much montana and it's gorgeous but i'd yeah. like to see it yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's worth uh, it, it's worth doing. Having just played Missoula uh, a week and a half ago, was he a week and a half ago? Oh. I think it was even less actually. Um, but they have a surprise amount of venues. You can help us get to Montana. <laughs> purchase our record. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you play the Red Show in Montana, it's fucking awesome. So I can I know a guy. I know several guys and ladies. But we're not talking about Montana here. Uh, we are ostensibly here to talk about your new record. Uh, discomfiture atlas so i think what we're going to do here is we're going to go through each of the songs on the record and we'll kind of go around round robin style and uh, everybody can kind of talk about each of the songs uh you know talk about like where the title came from where the inspiration came from you know the lyrics were applicable uh, recording and anything along those lines, anything that springs to mind, and we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of go through all of it. Adam, obviously, you're you're, you're welcome to chime in even on ones you don't play on. It's 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 just kind of the it's it's the nature of the of the bit. So uh, Roman, we'll start with you with the last planet. Tell me about the last planet. All right, um, this is a composition that Dave sent a demo of. Uh, it was just guitar and drum machine. Um, probably one of the more different things we've ever done. Um, it's, I think partially because it kind of reminded me of almost like a, like Eastern European folk music. It's, um, it's, it's a different kind of start, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
yeah I, I i wrote the lyrics for it um i made those guys sing it so i don't have to <laughs> smart um what else do you want to know about it <laughs> john does sing on the record and he previously only sang in the two-piece lineup, but he does sing on this one. Right. Not right. that song, though. Right. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a comprehensive undertaking. Everyone gets a chance to have their turn. Right. Is this any, any, kind of, uh, any kind of thing you think might be interesting to people that uh, either are have, have just checked it out or are inclined to check it out? Yeah. Ho- hopefully um, this will get better as, as they, we go through more songs. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm, still, I'm still catching up to you I'll guys. add something, I'm like, if I may. If I may. I'm like if I may a half hour be following. You get, it's, oh, that's a mysterious, some serious uh, buffering you got going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam, yeah, why don't you go next? Um, I, like, I like that song. I liked it from the time that, that I heard it. I wind up sounding like the sun kid, but um, and uh, my mom is calling from downstairs. I don't know why. I might have to go check on that. Sorry, listeners. Um, so uh, it's one of those creepy, crawly, slow kind of tunes slow burners, yeah. that um, kind of in the vein of uh, Codex Vortex off of the last record I played on. I think that for waves is cooler whenever we just, you know, they kind of slow things down and get sort of atmospheric and unsettling, right? Yeah. So set them, my set mission the table. in that song was to really just compliment what was there. What's that? Oh, I said set the table, if you will, like kind of like set, set, set the mood. That you're yeah, in. yeah, yeah. But set, you know, set, like set it like, set it up like David Lynch would, you know, like put all the place settings beneath the table or glue them to the underside. Exactly. You know, something like that. Um, and, uh, I mean, my big inspiration for that tune was, um, there's this Crimson, uh, it's on that box set that they put out years ago. Like, the Deceit, no, I forget what it is. Anyway, John Wetton in the 74 lineup of King Crimson mm-hmm. is just like, <sighs> you know, Total distortion, fuzz wah, and that's what I wanted. I want I yeah. wanted this like explosion of like just monolithic bass. So that's it. I like it, Dave. Um, I don't know. I don't have too much to add to it other than you know what they said. Yeah, it's kind of what they described it as. Uh, I mean, it's. Most of the songs start the same way. Like I, I send a demo, you know, guitar and drum machine, and they change a lot though. They like, like it's just a sketch. Uh-oh, Adam getting his mom to get him. We a lost him. That's it. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, we can. <laughs> anyway. Now's your chance, Roman. Yeah. <laughs> For what? For anything you want, man. It's, it's just all you. Okay. Okay. Uh. Yeah, so then why don't, Dave, why don't you just start us off with uh, Regular Magic then, which is uh, one of the advanced singles, okay. whatever we call them, singles. Yeah, sure. well, yeah, that one is actually one, that's one of the older ones on the record, even though it was previously unreleased, but we played that for a while with Johnny and the band. And that one is actually, I think I was listening to a bunch of gambling music when I wrote that one. Hmm. And I don't know that it really comes off that way, but that's kind of what I was trying to go for. and. 
it ends up being why I have the ring modulator on there the whole time to you know get the um, uh, non-normal harmonics to the notes. You know. Do you I like think the original? Sounded more like gamelan music. Gotcha. What? Before before it got uh, affected out, it sounded more like gamelan music. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the demo version kind of sounded more like gamelan music, gotcha. uh, and then we and then it kind of turned into this punk thrash thing. Right. Anything anything else you want to add to that, Roman? Um. No. Let's let's see what Adam has to say about regular magic. We should try saying it's it. A, it's, a, it's 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 an actually it's a product uh, development idea for a laxative. Is, is what that is. Um, he, okay, so for the for the audio <laughs> listeners, Adam appears to have a piece of pie uh, that he is. He's going, <laughs> is that is that pie? You're on mute, so we can't hear you. Whatever you're saying, but um, there. But this this, this there is. You go. I, senior, I thought it was. Senior, senior, I thought it was a first when Stu Spasm peed on camera, but uh, yeah, this is a first oh. for pie eating. <laughs> no, um, to be I, fair, I was, pie is I just delicious. Wanna, you know, I I don't live at home. Mm-hmm. I don't live at home still at age forty eight, but um, here I'm comes. my folks, and I came in and got a practice in a couple practices in, and then tomorrow morning I get get a root canal. At my dentist, but oh yeah, it's mainly my mom pie, was then. calling and she's like, "Hey, there's key lime pie." Key lime pie. I can't really get it. But anyway, to be fair, that's my favorite kind of pie. The song, the flagship. I'm, I'm, I'm totally down for it. It's the greatest. Yeah. So regular magic is what we crass and eat it on camera, but regular magic. Okay, so this one. It's about a laxative? <laughs> no. no. Yes. Yes, Adam. I like this. Serious. <laughs> no, that's our flagship product. I learned. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I learned um, I learned this off of Some a show. video that Johnny and John and Dave did. Oh, that's right. I we think did it was in your practice space. I think it was during right. the lockdown. Oh, cool, cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And you shared it and I couldn't even decipher what, what the fuck was going on with the piece. But um I think I was just like, ah, I'm just gonna just fuck it, throw a ring modulator through everything, you know. <laughs> when, so, in, when in uh, doubt, ring yeah, modulator. I mean it's just <laughs> it's just in this yeah. What's that? I said when in doubt ring modulate. It's mm-hmm. a more of a life ethos, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to agree with that. I'm just um, uh, No, no. Oh. All right. So every once in a while, I regret right. doing the show live, and this is one of those moments. Uh, cool. So that's Adam. This everybody. is chaos. Yeah. This is. I, I, I've seen. <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> he appears to be frozen. Um. Okay. All right. No audio. That's cool. Okay. So, John Roman, Landline, that's next. Yeah, Landline. Landline, uh, another Dave composition. Um, I I didn't follow the drum parts exactly that he had programmed. And the the lyrics, I guess, there's something to talk about there. Uh, yeah. It's kind of about just a, it's kind of like an old man yells at cloud type of thing. Um, where it's the idea that... Uh, there are certain technologies 
that we're going to reference and the kids aren't going to know even what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's as far as like, outmoded technology is a, th- uh, is a thing, you know, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, Adam. well, he's going to rejoin. He's having problems with audio, so I think I think his his slice of pie infected the audio somehow. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly what happened. It's all right. It happens. It's it's a no. It's a reason why Key Lime Pie is never sponsoring podcasts because it's 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 very disruptive. It's a disruptive element. It's like kryptonite to podcasts. Thank you. Uh, so Dave, landline. What uh, I, that one when I came up with the music for it. it it was really fast like not not that the song is fast i wrote it really fast like probably took you know a half hour start to finish um and if you listen to it it's uh, there's sort of a part that appears in various places that is it's basically the same thing over and over again different places on a net so just really simple repetitive song and uh yeah i like it it's almost like our gang of four song yeah sure. I, I guess it has that post-punk uh uh, pop group gang of four kind of kind of yeah. almost to it for sure. Uh, do you think <laughs> there's the pie man? Sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. Must have been the pie. That was great. I'm glad you left. <laughs> Keep eating. Do, do, do you feel? I'm just watching on a replay, man. John, do you feel that uh, when Dave comes up with drum parts, he's uh, is some is it difficult to interpret sometimes, or does he have a pretty good? feel for the kind of stuff that you like to play in your voice on drums uh, no, i'm not writing anything like he plays i'm just doing something that yeah. like, enables me to get the parts down really but the thing is i i think it also kind of has a, a a similar feel to what i do sure. but um Sometimes. I, I i i think some of those they're, they're they're very simple sometimes they're just like one two one two one two one two one two right and then you know i'll i'll build off of that it's just like as long as he can give me a uh like a general tempo uh it usually makes things a lot easier right and then you can kind of do what you do what you do there and uh make that yeah for that. i'll say something real quick about um you might john started playing drums yeah oh when you start playing drums john it was a bit later yeah like you're in your late twenties, were you not? Oh, uh, mid twenties. Yeah. Mid twenties. So, but the way that he came at it, right? So you had a head full of what you wanted it to sound like before you even picked up sticks, right? Yeah, pretty much. That helps. Yeah, I mean, it was, right. it was you know, so, a, like a lot of big, plus, big black you know, not fleshed. John's, yeah, you were all. So coming at his perspective, in other words, you know, you were not in whatever drumming and you weren't, you know, you studied stickings and that kind of stuff. So it was oh, all no, like no. just, you know, kind of decode. It's the Aquila and Pie messing with his stream again, I think, unfortunately. <laughs> it's it's, an, it's, it's oh, kryptonite. Well. It's kryptonite for streaming. Uh, but uh, it's in, people don't know it, but they're talking about it more and more. I hear. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but all right. So, so anything, anything else uh, with landline? I guess we can get Adams. Not really. Later. Cool. Yeah. Um. But uh, 
Hit me, hit me yeah, with this, some this, uh, this, Clinical Horizon then. How about this, that okay, this, this is kind of turning out like uh, very true to our band, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, someone comes in, someone leaves. <laughs> I suppose it is a that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. In, in Adam's case, yeah, he, keeps, he keeps leaving and coming back. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> feels like band practice. <laughs> So tell me about Clinical Horizon. We're, we're going through all the songs Clinical Horizon. on the record. So. Uh, that's, that's a really... I really didn't know what to do with that one for the longest time as yeah. far as uh, what to play on it. That one was tough. Um, Dave? I This one is another one. We, we started it a long time ago, and I, I don't even remember what I was thinking when we started it. It... <laughs> But yeah, it, 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 this was actually tough for both of us. Um, even though I wrote it and and was able to play the parts, it was very tough for both of us to do it at the same time. It's a and, lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Stay together with each other on it. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you? I mean, in that those kinds of situations, do you just kind of trust that you know it'll kind of work itself out uh, because yeah, you have a history doing of it until it works. Sure. Yeah. Eventually it did. That that one did take a really long time to yep. to whip into shape. Oh yeah. And actually we recorded that one. Um a bunch of the songs in this record, not all of them, we recorded a bunch of them back before COVID. Mm. And then so we sort of made an attempt at this record that never got finished. I think about only three quarters of the songs remained the same. And this is one where like even after we recorded it, I wasn't sure it was going to work when we recorded it the first time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that, uh, I mean, have there been, like, how far down the rabbit hole do you go with the song before you kind of whatever cut bait? <laughs> that uh, say? We've got songs that were completely finished with lyrics and everything that we never played live or recorded because, you know, they just didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, I can't remember the names of all of them right now, but they, it it happens. Well, yeah, it's not it's not a uh, it's not a deposition. It's okay, but right. <laughs> I think that like it's it's just funny that like you know it seems like you guys have a lot of different kinds of songs, a lot of different types of things. Like, um, is is it like a feel thing that you just are like, oh, this is not hitting the way that we think that it should, or it doesn't do? Yeah, although and it's usually a song that has more parts than it needs or it's too complicated ah. those are the ones we usually end up rejecting right okay yeah that even though sense. a lot of our songs are that way anyway but like they're like it's never the simple catchy song that we reject it's usually something that's way too convoluted <laughs> the uber prog opus <laughs> yeah yeah I mean. yeah uh, so, okay yeah so Clinical Horizon is, is, is the one we're on right now uh, Pie Man you got anything for that Adam, Pie Man now. <laughs> yeah, well, you were Pie Man. That was you guys thinking me now. Mr. Westmoreland <laughs> County over there. Um, <laughs> I'm in Allegheny County, thank you. I know. I'm sitting uh, here in scenic McKeesport, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You doing any My mom went to Sorry. high school. My mom went. To, my mom graduated high school with Van Dyke Parks. Oh yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, graduate class of 1960, McKeesport High School. Anyway, Clinical Horizon. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, um, it has. It, it, funny thing was, like, whenever I came up with a with a line, 
for that. Um, so there's this weird, like Dave's doing this little chunky cool thing, and um, I, sometimes I like to kind of be like the disruptor whenever I come up with a part and see if these guys let me get away with that. So what I came up with was, and I think that I made a, was that song called like Gamelin 2 at one point? Mm, who knows? Or sure. maybe, I, I, I can't remember. Anyway, anyway, so I was like, oh, it's, I, for some reason I was like, oh, this is the working tiles Gamelin 2. Well, I'm just going to play the notes of like a Gamelin scale, you know, because I was like, listening to a lot of, you know, Javanese and uh, Balinese, uh, you know, the Ketchuk and the Gamelin and, 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 and whatnot. So I kind of, you know, took inspiration from that and um, played that weird little melody line under Dave's chunky chords. And that just sort of, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I hear parts like... Oh. Hello. How, how was he hearing yeah, those it's parts? The pie. It's yeah, the pie. Yeah, speaking of working titles, like I, I actually have a list of them up. I think the working title I had for that song was "Sandwich," but it has nothing to do with anything. I don't know if it was "Gamelon 2 ever, but it might have been. Could be a Gamelon sandwich. Oh, that's, yes, that's right. That was sandwich. That was sandwich. I have a list, so I will refer to yeah. it as needed. That's always good. How do you feel about working yeah. titles? Do the working titles often stick with microwaves, or is it? No, no, that's not. Nah, that's not usually not. Not really. No, nah, they usually change. Yeah, yeah. A working title yeah. is just a working title. It's just whatever dumb thing we called it that day. Uh, just like whatever you were looking at whenever you come up with the idea. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, flagship yeah. product is, is the next one. Dave, you want to take this one? Yeah, um, this one is an odd one. Uh Every guitar part in this song is based on some lick that happens in the guitar solo mm-hmm. to Mother by the Police. <laughs> I like worked wow. out how to play okay. it once, and like all all these parts are based on something that happens in that. And it's not exact, but it's it's pretty close. I mean, I mean, I will take like you know he'll do something once, and I'll. You know, we'll take it and I'll repeat it over and over, and you know, it becomes a, a riff in a song. So that's where that one came from. That's synchronicity, These are the right? Secrets. And that one, the, the working title was "Mother of Concepts." If, it, if anybody's interested, that, that one's uh, "Mother's on Synchronicity," if I remember right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I tell you, I, I threw on uh, some police on the tour, and as I, mm-hmm. the, the rule in my van is, if you are driving, you are the DJ. And it was maybe it was maybe the only only thing I threw on that was universally panned. I'm like, come on, <laughs> grow up! Wow. It's like, and then I had to do the whole, you know, Sting isn't the the only one in the police, right? Like, right. That. and then I was like, I mean, they have their moments, but like a lot of it hasn't aged that well. Yeah, and and I I I like what I like from them. I'm not. I, it's not a sure. guilty pleasure. There's only pleasures. But I was like, all right, fine. I'll fucking turn the police off. <laughs> but it's the only time in a two week tour that had to happen, and I, I thought that was very amusing. And we were driving like That's Wyoming fine. or something because I was like, oh yeah, this is this is this will be good for that. And I was the only one that thought so. So there you go. I was in a bank once, and I heard a muse. This was in the '90s. And I heard a Muzak version of the song "Darkness" from. Uh, Ghost in the Machine, which yeah. is already a pretty mellow song. Yeah. It's like an instrumental music. I was going to say, did it sound that much different? Because, I mean, it's a pretty... <laughs> Not really. I mean, that, that was back when they still had music. They really yeah, yeah. Now. Which, that's, that is interesting. That is a thing that... Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Where's where's the Vice think piece about Muzak, huh? Where's that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. John Roman, flagship product. Any any thoughts on that one? Flagship product. Uh, this one actually took on a few different forms as far as my drumming goes. Um, they're probably about like, I want to say three or four different versions before we got to the one we settled on. Um, I don't know. That, that, that one was, uh, yeah, like Dave said, that, that was a weird one. We play it live. It's, it's, um, that seems like yeah. it's one where you don't have to worry too much about repeating yourself. Maybe, you know, like as far as like, Oh, have we done this kind of song before? Like it's yeah. right. Doesn't seem like it's yeah, much of a yeah. risk. Uh, Adam. Hello. Sorry guys. Are you in like a cupboard now? Like, or, like in the sock drawer? Uh, yes. Live from the sock drawer. Flagship product yes. is what we're talking about. Do you have any thoughts on flagship product? Flagship product. Um, uh, it, it, it's really partsy for me. I think again, it was just one of those things where it's like I, I you know, wanted to see how much I could get away with. Um, yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a thrash part. There's a couple thrash parts on the record. Yeah, it does yeah, it's thrash. Got a thrash part. Yeah. I could get behind it. You know, <laughs> I um, lyrics are. Uh, I get to I get to puke at the end, so. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know. Cool song. Well, so we talked about it a little bit before, and I'm, I'm hesitant to, to to give you first shot at it just because of your connection, but how about Hammerspace? We'll start with you, Adam. Hammerspace. Uh, yes, song dated back to 2012, whenever I was in the no, band. No, it's, it's actually from the first time you were in the band, like 2005, 2006. 2006. But we never recorded okay. it until the two-piece lineup. Cool. So since I'm a pack rat, I had this. I had the tablature from 2006. Tablature. Wow. Yeah. Tablature. We got a tabber, everybody. I'm a non, you know. I'm a non. I'm a non. I'm. I'm really like. I'm a. You know. I. I'm like 70 percent outsider when it comes to music. I mean, it was just, I was just too stubborn to quit. Too stubborn to give up. You know. Um, I mean, I'm like a, what did he used to call himself like a guitar mechanic, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's to be clear, that's like the sweet so, spot um, for this show. So, I mean, yeah, you're in good, you're a good company. So, <laughs> so you know it. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. I'm not, I'm not some, you know, Joe Satrian or whatever, but, um, so yeah, so that tune, um, very simple. I recall it. And whenever Dave came up with the riff, I was shocked. I was like, wow, this is just like... I'm just going to mute, you know? Yeah. And... I um, wrote some of the other parts of it, though, we if have, I'm not mistaken. I did, yeah. There was there was some line about Buckminster Fuller. Nice. I think, in the original version. I'm in. <laughs> I'm so, in. Yeah, but it, it's got... I'll never know what he's gonna say. All right. Yeah. Uh, John, oh, well. Ro- John Roman, you <laughs> do you want you want to take take it from there? Uh sure. Um, Hyperspace. Yeah, that's uh, a song that we've now played with three different lineups of the band. 
Um, there's another recording out that, that is just the duo version. The duo band. version, yeah. Yeah, um, but but I think this one's a little better. Um, yeah, it's again the lyrics. This is another one that that I wrote. It was like I kind of just sat down and wrote everything. Uh, just you know, all at once. Kind of took me about like ten minutes to write the lyrics for the entire song. Nice. And I was, yeah, and it was it was like what like what usually when it happens it's. It's, it's, you know, something to stick with. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, this, this one's kind of like a, it's kind of like a killing joke thing going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. Kind of, kind of like a, a real, like, I don't know, machine type of rhythm. You know, play play the snare and floor tom together a lot. It was kind yeah. of like, a, just wanted to have this, like, this, you know, sort of pseudo industrial yeah, imposing kind of yeah 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 totally i get that vibe yeah yeah dave Hammerface? Yeah, it's, it's always fun oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh i just said it's always fun that's all it's, it's a fun song fun. to play it's always fun with microwaves uh dave Hammerface thoughts yeah yeah pretty much what what he said it's just a real and adam as well it's just a real like you know has a real dumbo main riff it's a lot of fun to play you know Every song doesn't end up being that way, but it's you know refreshing to have one that is you know to throw right. in. Doesn't have to be all calculus, I guess. I, I want to yeah. say I want to say I'm sorry I keep getting booted. Um, I want to say that on this recording, uh, Chet, I like it. The great band Multi Cult. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, uh, plays on this. Yes, a little yes. bit. She uh, she stepped in for I guess we're calling it stunt bass, but she's an incredible. <laughs> incredible player she certainly and, is like yeah she certainly yeah. is um she's playing with casper Bratzman right now really pretty rad i did not yeah know they got a band called broken spirit xx all right so okay. uh nice. and tim 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 Wiskida is also in that group, ah, so. Yeah. Cool. so like it's funny she told me about it and she's like this is this guitar player i don't know if you I don't know if you might have heard of him. I was like, what? Yes, yes, we have what? heard of him, Rebecca. Thank you. <laughs> are you shirts? Wait, are you? I was gonna say, are you wearing oh, a resident shirt too? He, he, he like had the shirt open to the navel with like the medallion. Like, yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. Does everybody get to wear a medallion in this band? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I saw him when, like right when Cox often came out. Pretty entertaining. Yeah. Very good. Uh, did you did I mean, you have a Adam? Did you change to a resident shirt just to match me, or did you already have that on? No, I had this on, but like my, the camera was. Wow, I can vouch. She was wearing it. From up here. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. That's actually like three shirts. Pretty rad. He's not. He's not Adam. <laughs> Adam, not a poser. <laughs> well, respect. Okay, cool. Um, oh, I should say. Um, so there's a, there's a little solo thing while while Rebecca's doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Um, her own part for it she's like i'll just figure it out and um my that that's my little uh tribute to um sunny chirac and lydia lunch teenage oh. jesus and the jerks okay yeah yeah i love teenage jesus wacky yeah. wacky stuff and steve said it was a pain in the ass to mix because he's like there's so much distortion <laughs> you're like a sculptor of distortion and i was like <laughs> fantastic fantastic anyway Please. Uh, so, 
Uh, da, 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 da. What were we up to? New strategies, right? New strategies. Yeah. New strategies. This one uh, is actually a working title. See? If I remember correctly. <laughs> well, you know what? This, this, here's the thing. This song goes uh, back uh, quite a ways, and there were a couple different versions of it. It was originally called Satanic Strategy. Oh. Okay. And then when we we threw the song out and we started it back up again, and, and we just used the working title of New Strategies, and, and the working title stuck for the record. And this right. one is... is um, This one is odd. The entire song... Up until a certain point, which is right before, like, the entire thing, up until, like, one part before the, the, the heavy chord part at the end is based on this one, like, 13-note sequence. And it, that, that sequence gets, like, chopped up and played in different ways, and then, like, it gets played as, as chords at one point. Yeah. And this is one of the rare ones where I actually gave Adam some, like, I told him I wanted him to do certain things. I don't know that he actually does them 100%, but, like, I remember, like, when we... He's right here. He can hear you, by the way. Oh, I know. He can hear me. And he can tell me if I'm right or wrong. (laughs) But, like, I I remember with Johnny as well, I was like, yeah, play this note here and this note here. It's not something I would normally do, but it it, it was kind of based on this, like, like fugue thing that I had come up with. Here. Looks like this for... Oh, there you go. Okay, satanic strategy source material. All right, yeah. So the first, the first part of it is like the basis of the whole thing. But anyway, for for the audio listeners, Dave has just put up sheet music for Mm. uh, for what eventually became new strategies, but started off as satanic strategies. Uh, Adam is uh, in a David Lynch movie. Apparently, I don't know what's happening there, but uh, (laughs) it's it's like it's like. I'm, gonna, gonna I'm actually, I'm actually going to go outside. He's going to sit in a truck and he's going to talk about sports. And, uh, See, the thing about the liberals I'm gonna, I'm gonna... <laughs> No, no, no. No, no. We don't go there, my friend. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> no, bye, Adam. <laughs> just, if, you say dude in, if you see dude in truck, it's just the first thing I think of. is just dudes in their wraparound shades and trucks talking to their camera. And it's just, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's, it's a thing. It's a me problem. Um... Cool. So, so anything else for new strategies, or, or do we feel like that was that cover everything? Uh, new strategies. New strategies. Uh, it's another one where the uh, yeah, like one of the original versions of it. I tried coming up with parts to play, and I was never really happy with what I was doing, and they kind of didn't work for about half of it. Mm-hmm. So I was glad that Dave went and uh, programmed a part to base things off of. They give you a little more idea of like how to kind of how to make it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it actually made it work really well. I really like that one a lot. It's, uh, it's, it's one yeah, that tune. Um, at the very end, there's that there's that like really super melodic kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah. that I came up with for the bass, and I didn't know if it would work. And it was also one of those things where I'm like, oh, I don't know, if you guys are gonna think about this, and I'm outside now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it wound up kind of, I mean, it, sound, it sounds, cool. to me, I don't know. I just, I, I, I hear, I hear it and then I just kind of, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I mean, it just, cause I'm a non, you know, I, I don't know if mode scales, this, this or that. I just kind of hear, I, uh, that was a melody that I heard, mm. I guess it just sure. kind of came to me without being all like, you know metaphysical pretentious or whatever 
Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's kind of, and I thought it was cool to kind of end the side on this. Uh, yeah, you know, kind of lighter note, lighter note, right? No, no, it, it makes That's it a- makes for a strong side ender uh, for sure, and then. I, lo- I love that that starts the next side starts up with another song that's new. It's a new sharp sticks. This is the one oh, that's yeah. on that side. So I, I I like the congruity, not incongruity, congruity of that. Uh, Dave, you want to start with that one? Yeah, the lyrics to this one. Um, it's about this idea, like uh, there's this um, uh, superstition that if the apes that live in Gibraltar, you know, the British exclave or enclave, whatever it is. Yeah, between between Spain, uh, Europe and, uh, and, and, and Africa. It, yeah, it's yeah. the very tip of Spain, like yeah. pointing toward Morocco. But if, if they're, they're, it, it contains the only population of apes in Europe, and, and the, the, the myth is that if the apes leave, then that's the end of the United Kingdom. And... Uh, like that's oh, the wow. one lyric in a song. The apes have gone, and like the bit where it says walking north across the runway, uh, the only road into Gibraltar um, crosses the airport runway because it's so narrow where the where they had to build the thing. But anyway, so uh, and then the, the rest of the lyrics don't necessarily make any sense at all. But like that's where the, the first bit came from. Nice in my head. So yeah. Uh, John, got anything you want to throw in for that one? I don't have anything for that one. All right, fair enough. How about our roving reporter, Adam? What's your uh... on the scene? <laughs> what I want to know is yeah, we're not playing this one right now, currently, but we may someday. Edison Carter, Channel. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I don't. I, I I like the concept. I like. I like now that I've heard the concept. I like that. Interesting. That's it. Your dumb guts. This is the next one, another one of the... All right. This one's got a video. The big hit single. Yeah, yeah, it's got a video. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the last ones that we wrote, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, John? Yeah, it is. It was one it of the... It was like... Um, uh, I think this one... I think this is the one that, on my list of working titles, it was called Super Newest because there was another one that was called Newest, and then this was even newer. <laughs> and that, that was the working yeah. title. Yeah, yeah, uh, this one came out really well, and um, I had no idea what it was going to sound like because John, you know, you know, mainly been played by John and I, and then you know, Steve did his thing on it, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, John wrote yeah, the Steve lyrics, kinda, I believe. Yeah, yeah, this is another one that I. Uh, it, it wasn't instantaneous, but but yeah, like the the lyrics kind of flowed through this one. And, uh. You know, I'm going to go on record and say this is the best song that Microwaves has ever written. Oh, I have cool. nothing to do with it. <laughs> I have never heard a song it. called Central <laughs> Office, have you? Oh, well. <laughs> I used to work um, in Central Office. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, I don't know, kind of a it's lovely. funky number. I, yeah, I, I really, 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 I really, really was super stoked to have seen, heard heard that track i think you know steve did a wonderful job with you know what he was handed very uh, cool it's I'm fun to play too. We are playing the video that. for that one um yeah video is cool yeah. it's interesting I think it's really good yeah, just, yeah. i can i can i can 
sing the fucking thing, which I'm happy with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's always, it's always nice, right? And, uh, we got Todd Todd from Dead Rider on that one. I was okay, gonna say right. Ritman's on this one, right? Yeah, if I'm, I wanted yeah, to check my notes. First guitar solo is Todd Ritman. Nice. Yeah. He was uh, he's pretty good. That kid's yeah. all right. Yeah, pretty, he's got a future in this business. Good. He's pretty good. <laughs> so he's he might have a future in music. True success story out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a good one. There's do you remember that? Do you remember that U.S. Maple show at Roboto where I think uh, was it Clowny who accidentally turned the heat on in the middle of summer? Did Clowny do that? Oh my god! I think I think it was Clowny. Yeah, he accidentally turned the heat on like full blast. It was yeah. like already like ninety degrees outside, and poor like like um, Al was just like he looked like Neil Hamburger with his hair just, <laughs> just totally just drenched slicked yeah, to his yeah. face with sweat, and these poor guys were like they were like just. Oh yeah, it was warm out already, and the heat got yeah, yeah. It was ugly. And it was middle of July. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Anyway, shout out the clown. Then, then the the heat fried one of their amps too. Yeah, Todd's like like he had like a 15 watt tube combo. I think it was a box AC 15, and it blew up. It got too hot. That's fucked up, man. That's yeah. That's not cool. It was an accident. Yeah, I mean. He didn't intend to do it. It would be. It would be he also sabotage. fell through it. Come on. It'd be fantastic sabotage also, if it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was intentional. Ooh, fantastic well, sabotage. Whenever he was, whenever he was singing for Shitmare, he fell through that valuable picture. There was a there was a painting, and he fell down the stairs, and fell through the picture. He had been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like a several hundred dollar. Anyway, it, clowny, clowny, clowny. Used to sing for a band called Adams and the Blackout, which we mentioned. Ah, so, okay. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. I digress. Uh, I think we are up to Omega Quandary. So, yes. Omega Quandary. Yeah. Johnny, want to start this one? All right. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a thrasher. It doth thrash. Um, what's that? I said it doth thrash. The working yeah, title yeah. was Metal. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, this this one's kind of a. I don't know. The, the lyrics are uh, succinct, uh, to say the least. It's probably like the, the the shortest one lyrically on the record. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not, um, not tons. Not ton to it, right? Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, I I don't have much to say beyond that. All right, Dave. I showed up and played the drums. That's right. Yeah, like I like I said, the working <laughs> title was metal. It's just a song that seemed like a metal song, and I don't know. Maybe half-assed attempt to sound like Zenny Giver or something. I don't know if it worked, but kind of what I thought I was going for. Kind of has a like a sort of creator-ish riff. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Pronounce creator. Creator. <laughs> please, yeah. please. So ripping That's my creator corpse. tribute band. It's called Creator. Spelled ripping the same. corpse. Ripping corpse attack. Is it a statement? Right. Or is it a is it a warning? Ooh. Ripping corpse attack. Yeah. Or is it like Is it a command? <laughs> is it a command? Well, it could yes. be. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Is it a command? Like unleash so, the hounds. Therein lies 
therein lay the lyrical ambiguity and genius. Is ripping being used the way British people use it, like meaning good? You know, it's like yeah. Or is it literally ripping? Chuffed. Because we are in October. Now, um, very mentally heavy. The only thing that I have to say about this one is, um, I think it was a monk. It was like two or three songs that I screwed up and thought that I had to write the bass lines. Oh, crap. So there's like, there's like a bunch <laughs> of songs. There's like three songs that I have like full bass lines. Adam's putting his own but record Steve, out. You'll see. I'm gonna, so yeah, it's going to be like, um, it's going to be like that pill. Rick, what was that? Yeah. Oh, Keith Levine zone. stole or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Levine uh, like yeah, stole Commercial it. Zone, which was and sort of the alternate that. version of this is what you want, this is what you get. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. 100% the same. It was like yeah. his, his, yeah. Yeah, his his idea of, of what that should be and yeah, interesting. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't boring. Cool stuff. Yeah. We call the you anyway, we call we call the action chief record just the solos, so that could be just the bass solos if you want to release just that. Well Trey Trey uh, Zagfoff. I almost said Trey Anastasio. Those are very <laughs> different dudes. Trey, very different can you dudes. Imagine if Trey Anastasio played for Morbid Angel. Uh, I think it'd go a little something like this. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about people like Trey Anastasio is that people on online forums will refer to people like him by his first name. Oh, you know Trey. Trey. Yeah. Yeah, and like I'm like I can think of two other Trey's I would put ahead of that. Like yeah, yeah. obviously the other one would be Zach Toth and the other one would be I guess Trey Spruance. Like you know, like the whole yeah, you, know, you got to be on a first name basis with this person you're never going to meet. Right, right. It's really bizarre <laughs> um, in in music fandom. So. But he was doing he was putting out a uh, he put out like a bonus record with like it's called like Love of Lava or something. It was all the, like the guitar solos, like the isolated guitar solos. It's kind of yeah. awesome cuz he's he's like he's like the death metal Eddie Van Halen. I thought you were talking about Trey Anastasio doing that. Yeah, I, I, I no, 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 no. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I did. I was like, I don't I want that. Fish, I don't want to hear. I whenever really I saw, hear that. <laughs> whenever big, you know, credibility shot. Whenever I saw Fish back in 1994, uh, Trey Anastasio was wearing a resident shirt. shirt. God damn it! Okay, yeah. he's 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 like All like right. a lot of those guys. You know, I think he's like. They're into cool stuff, but then they've they just don't play cool. They've stuff. kind of yeah. Well, they, they they've kind of doomed themselves to you know playing what they have to play. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like I don't know. Like like you know like like I like the idea. I I like I like Dave Grohl as like I like his tastes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't like his music. No, I agree. But yeah. I I like I like hearing them get all psyched up about like you know. Venom, or yeah. um, I don't know. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. I mean, when he's playing drums anyway. in Queens of the Stone Age, it's fantastic, right? So, like, it's pretty objectively great. But it's no comment, <laughs> no comment, no comment. All right, okay. You're the one that took us off track, man. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. As I said, I am the disruptor, but I'm going to shut up right now and listen. Well, like I said before, this is just like being in practice. <laughs> Uh, Smart Case is the next song that we're talking about by the band Microwaves. Maybe you've heard of the band. Uh, Dave, yeah. you want to start at this one? or? Yeah, this one was written strangely. Um, I think I had demoed it, and it ended up completely different than I had demoed it because what John wanted to do with the parts I had was he was going to come up with a drum beat that was X amount of beats long or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and I was just going to play each part over them, but stop when I ran out of notes, and then he would finish the part, and which okay. was completely different than how it was originally written, and it worked out really well. So that's that's how that one got going. And I think John sings this. No, yes, I can't. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Steve might be yeah, on it as well, just, but yeah, just kind of by default. Yeah, no, it it sounds good. Yeah, because uh, yeah, this is one that got started because. I actually had an idea for a drum part for once. Mm -hmm. And, <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, before any other music. Before anything happened, right? No, I, I know what you meant. Yeah, it's a funny yeah, way to phrase that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was just, it was just something unto itself. Yeah. And uh, Dave had a, uh, another piece of music that he was working on, and he sort of, rearranged it over top of this thing so that it would work um and then you know like like the rest of it was like you we didn't know what the rest was going to sound like until steve put his bass part on it yeah and then after that uh i put lyrics on there and i kind of just did a guy vocal track but uh i don't think anybody else could really uh I, I like like wanted to step up to it or could. Well, I think you uh, tried to so, get Steve to do it, and I think he fought back pretty hard. And like, I, I actually agreed with him. He's like, yeah, he's like, your delivery is really unique on there, and none of the rest of us were going to really be able to recreate it that well. And and you sounded fine, so no reason to change. Oh, good, good. Yeah, he had come over yeah, to my but... house to record a guide vocal for either me or Steve to sing along with, and it was decided that the guide vocal was better guide vocal for me or Steve to sing is my favorite Miniman song by the way yeah <laughs> the idea for that one was to like uh the, it's like a scenario that you're stuck in a bar and there's this there's this guy this this uh old dean martin type of guy that wants to tell you about life oh mm. sure okay yeah i can say that yeah uh Ask for Adam's opinion on this, but I don't know. Spirit, are you with us? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. It's great. Good band. Fair, fair enough. Great band. Good practice. Good practice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, title track. Uh, almost. Oh, discomfiture system. Okay. System instead of Atlas. It's a. Uh, there, there should be a word for it where it's almost a title track, but not quite. Like it's like a. Right. Uh, there isn't that I'm aware of, but yeah. Tell me about uh, discomfiture system. Wow, I this I wrote this a long time ago, like 2016, like music wise. Um, not too much to say about this one because this is one we're just not playing right now live or anything. We haven't practiced it. I probably couldn't play it. If I tried right now, I might have to sit and learn it again. Uh, but I like it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have an idea that maybe some of these songs wouldn't, they wouldn't be played live and you wouldn't worry about playing them live and that would be okay since you've got such a wide, vast amount of material? Or I, I, I in the back of my head, I kind of thought it could potentially be like that for all these songs. Like they could exist as recorded, the, but not necessarily be uh, reproduced live. Yeah, like, like, I mean, you know, I'm always up for doing more, but, but I mean, I was really happy with, uh, you know, if if it only turned into a record and that was it, then that'd be okay. That, 
that'd be okay. Well, especially, I mean, we <laughs> you got a discography as vast and storied as you guys. Like, it's not like you're hurting for material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it turns out that you know more than half of the record is playable live. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, nine, yeah, we're playing nine of them right now. Uh, Adam, nine at the fourteen. Anything? I, uh, I, forget, for I, I forget. I for, I forgot what that sounds like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's you know, it's cool. It's cool, you know. Good practice. Good practice. <laughs> Technical gibberish is is the next one. We're almost through it, boys. We're almost through oh, it. Yeah, no, yeah. All right. That one, um, whether it was successful or not, uh, I was sort of trying to do like a like a low rent Glenn Bronca thing with the some of the oh. first few guitar parts of it. Whether that's what it came off as, I don't know. But kind of what I was going for. I can see that. Roman. And actually, one of the other parts in there is recycled from another song. I don't even oh. know if John would recognize it, but one part in there is from a song called The Dead Hand that we used to do. Oh, yeah. I, remember oh, I, re- I recycled it almost verbatim. Wow, oh, that's cool. That was the one That was the one that sounded like Hot for Teacher. A little bit. Okay. It sounded like Hot for Teacher, and yeah. then it, but the lyrics, what the lyrics about... Um, that what was that called sentinel or whatever that the cold war thing yeah yeah the, nu- the nukes would launch the nukes would launch yeah even if like, everybody if no the wheel, who was supposed to tell them to launch was dead right yeah yeah anyway cool <laughs> walking across the room to get power some kind of a move yeah yeah that's, yeah that, that, that's fine my phone's about to die ah wizard is about to die warrior needs food badly yeah I, just uh, like, I like. I, I have to say that I like that. You know, when people may listen to microwaves and like, oh wow, very scientific, technically oriented band. And meanwhile, like, you know, I'm standing out on a fucking porch, <laughs> and my battery's about to die, <laughs> and my and my shit keeps crashing. And John, John's giving us a tour of the apartment, and uh, to get in quest of power. Look, I... and uh, Dave's Dave's the most together. He he actually he's the most. It seems out. that way. You have a yeah. nice at this moment. A nice decor. It's more Battlestar Very Galactica nice. than Star Trek, and that's okay. That's it's nothing wrong with being Battlestar Galactica. You know that's fine. It's more Star Crash. <laughs> Star, Star Crash. Ice Pirates. It's more Ice, more pirates, ice pirates than anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's more laser blast if you've ever seen yeah. that. So, sorry for making a non-esoteric reference. Destruction of Jared Sin. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I saw that in the theater. Holy shit. shit! In the theater, Bakuru Banzai, your hunter of the future. Wait, what's what's the other one? Uh, Michael Ironside is in it, and he plays this sort of like it's Metal Storm, it's like, isn't uh, it? Is that Metal Storm? I thought that was Metal Storm. It, yeah, yeah, okay, that that, that is Metal Storm. That one yeah. dude is that one dude that looked like Trapjaw, and he like shot that green goo out of his mechanical arm. And I don't remember that much. About it did. It, it sounds really good. I remember it. I remember <laughs> it. Yeah. It, no. It's it's good. It's good. All everybody, of that stuff. Everybody, I turn mean, this I, off I and go watch that. Apparently, so you know that's 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 a good plan. Can we just watch? Can we just like do Twitch? <laughs> can we switch this Twitch and can we just watch it? Have a watch party. I do stream it to Twitch <laughs> anyway. Um. So so anything else for technical gibberish from literally anybody? Otherwise, we're gonna close this out. Ah, uh, not really. 
Okay. So then last one is yeah. stench of the earth. Or stench of earth. Sorry, my bad. Stench of earth. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. We were um, got the error. Yeah. I really like that one. Yeah, we're playing this one. I love it. I love it. I yeah. It's, it, the working title of this one was fast. Good practice. It's kind of fast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The lyrics the, are super um, dumb, but I like them. It's it's like our it's our misfits number kind of. Yeah. Oh, I can the hear second, it. Yeah, sure. The second verse is about um. What's it called? Uh, Shockwaves, oh, um, which is a movie Shockwaves. with um. Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing. Yeah. Nazi scientist living on an island somewhere, and he's got a submarine oh. full of zombie Nazis living under the waves. Yeah, I've I've, I've seen that. That's more of a J. Andrew yeah. World joint, but I've totally seen that one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah, like I really like this one musically, but the lyrics are just kind of silly. But it's cool, you know. I like Steve's bass playing on it and his bass lines. I remember this was also one of the ones that I came up with the baseline too, and I, I remember that in the notes in the margin it said, "Like Power Mad, Terminator." Right? Because <laughs> there was this, there was like John is the only one on planet Earth that will get that. But there's that dun da dun dun da dun dun da. You used to stay up to like yeah, I, I saw that thirty nine. To, oh, you did? Their new album kind of kicks yeah. off, actually, the most recent one. The most recent one is, like, really, really, really good. So another great Minneapolis group, no. obviously. I wouldn't know about that. One. And Prince. I'll take your word. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, so that's all I have to say. So anything else on Stench of Earth? Yeah, that, that, one, that one's probably uh, – yeah, that, that one's probably uh, – pretty close to i don't know a straight up thrash metal number yeah is, you know, got the vibes is you're gonna get from us so there you go that's discomfiture yeah. atlas that's, that's uh it. available microwaves.bandcamp.com you can get it uh was it uh 31g.com right uh all spelled out Something not, like yes. that um yes get the lp uh you guys are doing some amount of tour dates coming up, I know because yep. you're playing. Yeah, there nine Monday. days, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah. Be, I'll be there. Come yeah, right. On yeah. Tour. Sweet. It'll be good to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Likewise. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'll be good. Good. You say that good. now. <laughs> I feel we have a lot. No, I feel we have a lot to talk about. Uh, definitely. No, no. And uh, <laughs> I feel like you was it a Monday last time you guys came through. We're not going to talk about that. That's fine. It was a weekday. It, it was a Wednesday. It was, it was Wednesday. definitely there was a blizzard. I remember there was a blizzard. Yeah. And uh, it, it was oh, it was yeah, it, that it was, was that was that was uh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was a fun fun time was had, but yeah. It, it would have been a little more uh <laughs> it probably would have been better if it hadn't been a blizzard. I remember that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's usually, <clears throat> that's usually the case. Uh, any last thoughts on the record? Anything that you'd like folks to know about the record other than that they should buy it or, and or listen to it? Um, um, let's see. Um, thoughts on the record? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with the record. Yeah, we're happy with it. A lot of guest spots. Yeah. Guest oh, yeah. Spots. You know what? We didn't even talk about... Um... Eric Paul and Sarah Quintero are on a song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric yeah. from uh, Airbun Radar and Sarah from uh, Spotlights, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's in that one that I. Yeah. That's yeah. What, what tune? That's Clinical. Clinical Horizon. Clinical Horizon. Yes. Clinical Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, there's so great, 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 great. I think there's a lot to love here for the discerning, noisy rock listener, for sure. Mm -hmm. A lot of of layers all over each other. (laughs) Exactly, many layers. There's a lot, you know. uh, What I like about the record is, I mean, yeah, it is. It is multi-layered. It's one of those albums that you can put on on repeat listens, and you'll hear new things. I mean, I heard new things. It's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> maybe it was all that cough syrup I drank, though. No. Um, maybe, yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, fellas, thanks so much. This, this yeah, is thank great. you. No problem. Um, Can I plug my cat's Instagram? <laughs> yes, sure. I told my wife I'd plug my cat's Instagram. This Georgie Diplo Cat. Georgie. What? Why not? Okay. Do you see Georgie? I, yes, I do. And then for the audio listeners, Isn't there, she adorable. It's a cat well, on the phone. Her, if you want to follow her on uh, Instagram, she's at Georgie Diplocat. Okay. Uh, there you go. Like, like diplomat, go. but Diplocat. Okay, I got it. Right. Diplocat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Very good. She'd love to see you. Okay. There That's you it. go. There's go. a reason for that. Yeah. Thank you for indulging me. Go go follow the cat's Instagram. Any anything else the listeners should be doing? Um, Dude, cat videos. This is like internet. You know, this is like internet. It's what the internet you know, was designed 2014. for. 2014. Cat videos. Cat videos are cat videos are. That's the way to. I'm I'm ready to go back on that. I had to hear about the flute discourse this week. I'm like, I Uh, take away the internet. It's it's nobody deserves it anymore. How about that dancing? Remember that dancing baby? (laughs) That dancing baby, the graphic. I I hated that everywhere. Like, I twenty some years ago. Yeah, I don't know if I ever it was saw it. It was even a, it was on an episode of Ally McBeal. It it certainly was, and I didn't care for it either. Isn't that where it came from? Uh, no, 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 no. It was like a it was like a proto meme. Yeah, it was a proto it was so meme. weird. It was Ali like, McBeal and the internet existed at the same time. I, 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 I my, I, my timeline is all messed up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. It existed. To think that at one point was our biggest problem, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, uh, everyone, go microwavesbandcamp.com, three one G. Thanks so much, fellas. This is this is yep, it's been great you having so you. Thank you. Uh, thank thank you. you. This was a this was a true pleasure. Well, it's great to have you, uh, and uh, I think it's an awesome record. And I'm going to encourage everyone to thank check you. it out. Thanks, man. It's great cool. to be had. All right, check you later. All right, good night. See you soon. See ya. See you soon. Bye, internet. <laughs> later. Thank you. Cheers. See ya. All right. Now what do I do? <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that was in there. Uh there they go. The men of microwaves. Uh what a cool bunch of guys, man. Um I I, I do think this is a fantastic record. I think people should definitely uh check it out and uh listen to it and all of the things that uh people do with records, however your preferred modus operandi for listening and or consuming things are. Um, it's well crafted, and I think it's for a band that's been around as long as they have. I think you got a lot of variety, and uh, yeah, for the discerning noisy rock listener, which uh, of course is you, dear listener. So anyway, let's hear something from it, uh, and then we will. Uh, I'll play. I'll play out uh, one of the songs. This is going to be actually. We're, we'll do uh, your dumb guts. This is the. I guess we'll call it ostensible single uh, for the record. And oh well, there's a video for it. And so that's what this is. And here it goes.
your dumb guts.
new strategies by the band Microwaves. That's off of uh, Discomfiture Atlas, the new record by the band Microwaves that you can get your own damn self on uh, the internet. Microwaves.bandcamp.com, 31G, all spelled out, 31G, all spelled out like... um, like uh words. <laughs> wow, I am off I'm off my game right now. Uh oh, uh, speaking about my game. So uh yeah, that was that was uh John Roman. That was uh Dave and um Adam from Microwaves. They're gonna be doing some touring. So check out if they're gonna be near you or not. Use your greater internets to uh sort that for yourself. Like thank them for coming on to the show. It's a pleasure to have them on. Uh, like I said, I think it's a cool record. Check it out, people. So, here we are. Good new transport controversial. Thanks so much for listening to it. That's the name of this show. Uh, thank you very much for listening to it. Of course, the show normally airs Thursdays, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, 5 Pacific. RadioNope.com, streaming on Twitch and YouTube. You can find the archives from TomCommercial.com for free. Always no ads, no sponsors, no kidding. Wherever you find your podcasts, that's where it should be. Thanks, everybody, for liking, subscribing to the show, sharing the episodes around. That's how people uh, find out about it. So it's, it's it may seem weird or whatever, but uh, it's, it's much appreciated. Uh, Conan and the Secret Friends going out again. Again, yes, we did just get back uh, to East Coast this time. And we're playing uh, Pittsburgh. Well, we'll microwaves. We'll go backwards here. Uh, Wallingford, Connecticut. One Two Heart to You in Peekskill, New York. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And Detroit, Michigan. With the excellent Burner Berry. So if you're in any of those places and want to check it out, Oh, yeah, uh, and the, the uh, Pittsburgh shows with Norm Westbrook of Swans, which is rad. Otherwise, uh, thanks so much for listening to the show, participating in it, and spreading the word around. Yeah, it's always helpful. I don't take it lightly. Anyway, if you want to come up and talk about the show, I was happy to do that. It's okay. It doesn't have to be a state secret or anything. Some great stuff coming up when I get back. Stay safe out there. Check you later. Got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
Welcome to my top ten. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the, it's the end of radio. The last announcer plays the last record. The last what? Leaves the transmitter. Circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now? broadcasting if there's no one there to receive it's the end of radio as we come to the close of our broadcast day Radio. 